Last week on the podcast, I shared a strategy that will slash the number of items on your to-do list and show you how to be more effective by just focusing on what your business needs right now. So today, you can be a fly on the wall as I walk an Inner Circle member through the process of figuring out what her business needs now and setting her priorities for the rest of the year. Come listen. I think you can take this and use it for your business too. Welcome to the e-commerce roadmap, the podcast for store owners who are growing their sales without spending a fortune on ads. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up and join your host, Susan Bradley, as we dive into the work that will grow your sales this year. Hey there. So we have this very sweet member. Her name is Kelly. She's relatively new. And she created a post the other day in the inner circle that uh, one of the mentors sent over to me and said, you need to do a podcast episode with Kelly. And so Kelly posted that uh, confession (laughs) that she was struggling. She's learned a lot since being in the inner circle that she needs to implement in her business. But you know, it's really exciting when you learn how there's a bunch of stuff you can do to get to you where you want to go, but it's also overwhelming because you can't figure out how you have the time. And so Kelly, you went on to list all the things that you had done and then all the things you're trying to accomplish, which I just want to share with you. So I'll say hi, Kelly. Hi. (laughs) It's nice to be here, Susan. Thanks for your help. Thank you. I just want to share with you that when you're asking for help in the inner circle, that's so like the way you structured your post was really easy to help you because you said, here's my problem. This is a problem I'm trying to solve. These are the things that you need to know that I've done already. And here are the things I'm considering and I just need next steps. So, so such a great way to structure your post to actually get some help. That's all. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I just think I was feeling that particular day I was on overload and You know, and I am new. So, and I see the value in what you offer. And I I really just want to do everything. (laughs) I want to do all the ads. I want, I want to do everything that I'm learning. Well, I know we have to chunk it down and that isn't my strong suit. (laughs) I just actually, I just posted um, in our reliable revenue group the other day, I was answering someone and I said, you know, we're all so worried about like checking things off our list, getting it, getting it done, checking it off our list that sometimes we forget that we have to go back and take the time to do it well, that everything's longer than we think and that we're not going to get it right the first time. And we just think, okay, done, check and on to the next thing. And then we wonder why we don't get great results. So I certainly get it about the overwhelming part, but here's, here's what you said. So you have a beautiful skincare business. You're beautiful. So you're a great, um, you make a great ad for your business. Cause I'm like, woo. Thank you. I appreciate that. You look amazing. (laughs) We we all work at it, right? (laughs) Yeah. And so you're, it's a skincare company. It's called Parisian Pure. Do I have pronounced it correctly? Parisian's Pure Indulgence. But you know what? We've kind of shortened it over the years because that was a big mouthful. I don't know what I was thinking when I named the business. The things I've named businesses, they'd make, they'd curl your hair. But here's, here's what you said. You said that since you've joined the group, you completed a mystery box sale. You were right in the middle of running a challenge. It was a fitness challenge with with a giveaway. 
um, and you have been in business for many years, you are starting to understand why your sales aren't where they should be. So that was a good advice. You feel like you're really behind on technology. That's what it said. And I don't know where to start. And so the things that you're trying to accomplish all while working two jobs, one is your business. And the other one, of course, is your other business, which is related. I understand why you have both. You're trying to accomplish uh, being a wife and a grandmother, of course, Mm -hmm. but you want to revamp all your product descriptions using Shopify AI. You have 45 products and you're currently blogging two times a week. You send a weekly email out to your Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are trying to implement ads made easy. Let's see, and but it's not so easy. <laughs> That's what your post said. You're still working on three reels. You would prefer using content to get traffic over ads, and you have had some success, but you see the value in the data for Facebook ads. That was really good. Your social media, you've hired help for social media, but she's always asking you. It's actually more work to have help because she's always asking you for more stuff. I get that completely. And um, you're con- you're considering hiring a VA, but between all the extra expenses you have that you've taken on recently, you're leery to do that. And so you need some help prioritizing better. And exactly, anyone else can relate. Yeah, pretty much everyone. So, so when I saw, I saw this, it was Melissa who it's interesting because as we're talking, uh, you know, you've got the Golden Gate Bridge behind you and Melissa's the one that said, you got to get Kelly on the podcast and she lives in San Francisco. Oh, hey, that's interesting. (laughs) She put it there. I don't know how it got there. She did. Yeah. When I looked at this and I thought, well, you could be anyone in this group, but this is a great post. Um, What I asked you was, I asked you to just take some time and think about if you could change one thing in the next six months by the end of the year, because we're doing this June 1st, if you woke up that day and one thing had changed in your business, what would it be? And so I know it's hard to get it down to one, but can you just share with everyone what on December 31st, if one thing had changed, what that one thing would be for you? That would be that I would be working smarter, working more efficiently. You know, I would look back and and given what sales are right now, I might not have the numbers I want, but I would have the things in place to grow those numbers for next year. Perfect. Okay. So the reason I asked you that question is that what we tend to do is set, like have that laundry list, like you have of all the things you could do. But when we want to decide what our priorities are, the best way to do that is to figure out what we want to happen. Like, what's the outcome we want? Because then we can work backwards and say, okay, well, what has to happen before I get there? But with you, I'm actually going to say that's a really good goal. The problem with what you just told me is it's not specific enough. Okay. Yeah. Right? A smart. It's not a smart goal. (laughs) Kind of not, so not measurable. It's not. Right. Yeah. I, know about, I know about smart goals. <laughs> yeah. And so let's describe what that looks like. What does that look like? So if you, what, do, what does it look like when you're working smarter? Can you tell me that? 
Oh, yes. For example, I'll use my blog for, for example. I have been blogging for 12 years now, but I don't think I've blogged smart. I think I've, and this is before AI, I've written all these blogs myself, come up with all these ideas. I don't think I use keywords properly. I don't think I've really blogged smart. So I'll just stop there. I won't go into detail. But Facebook ads. I tried Facebook ads before. I spent money and they did absolutely nothing because I didn't do them smart. So I see, you know, the value in in doing them the way that you're teaching. I, I really do. And already I've got things lined up to get that done. There's also, I'm switching everything over to Clavio from Constant Contact. Why? Because I see the value in all of the automation that it offers. It offers tremendous automation. I want to have a, a, a bump, a checkout bump. I want to have, um, you know, contact with customers. And, and, you know, I have that with Shopify, but because I've never really fully understood how that automation all works. I've had a little guidance, but you know, you get, you ask for help and all you get are these tutorials of things to read and read and read and you're reading and then you can't even get anything done. It's one of the things I like about what you offer is you offer concise videos that are 10, 15 minutes. I have that. I can watch that. (laughs) And so, so all of these systems, there's so many things that you can automate but I haven't done it well. I've done it half-assed, for lack of a better word. So there you have it. Okay, I love this conversation because I can help you. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So first question, because you just gave me exactly what you would like to happen. First question is, have you done the big picture training where you build your out your sales funnel? Yes. Yes. And so... You know, sales funnels have been around forever, and I've kind of like looked at them and go, oh, "I probably need to do that." But what is that? You broke it down. I get it. Took us. It only took us five years, Kelly. So don't give us. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, I know you know your traffic. You are getting three thousand web visitors a month, right? So, and is your audience big? Like, how do you know what your top of funnel audience is? No. Okay. So that would be, I'm going to have to go back and look at my notes too. Again, I've watched, I actually have watched quite a few of your videos and that may be my other problem is I need, I need to stop, do one, you know, take it a lower probably. That's okay. I, I can help you with this. I'm just going to make a note. So here's what, what you know, and I know, and I know you know it because you told me. So you have kind of reached that uh, low a low bar threshold to get one sale a day, which is the 3000 web visitors a month. And so you have enough traffic for now. And you've also identified that you have a low conversion rate for the amount of traffic you have. And then you told me your average order value is $100 or more. So your conversion rate makes sense to me that it's not going to be over 1%. And so I've got that. And I'm just going to make another note too about uh, what you should do next. Okay. So, so here's what I know is that you've said you'd like to be more on a more effective blogger. You'd like to figure out the Facebook ads. You'd like to get everything switched over to Klaviyo and you'd like to put a a cart bump in like an in-cart upsell. Totally makes Mm -hmm. sense. 
<laughs> and so the stage of business you're at really is you, even though maybe you don't have as much traffic as you'd like right now, I think there's lots of low hanging fruit for you in the conversion stage. And that's where you should put your effort first. Okay. When I think about the, when you talk about prioritizing your work and how all this stuff is like rolling around in your head and making you nuts. Right? Yeah. And yeah. at the time of doing all this, I'm running a, a, a fitness challenge. So I'm, I'm on Facebook all day, motivating other people. So, I mean, there's just so much going on all at once in my life. Yeah. New, but right. And so, and so it's, it, that's what leads to that feeling of overwhelm. But if we just worked on the things that are at for you in the conversion stage, I think you're going to see some impact rather than worrying about like I see blogging and Facebook ads as traffic issues that if you didn't have enough traffic, then that would be worth it. Now I'm sure that you're probably not the best blogger in the world, but you're getting 3000 web visitors a month. And so you're getting a lot of organic traffic because you're not doing ads. And so even though it might not be perfect, it's not your first problem. Your first problem is to get more of those 3000 people to buy. Right. Right. And then the same with Facebook ads and your social media person telling you she needs more reels and you just feel like you're failing all the way around. Yes, you do need to learn how to drive paid traffic at some point, but again, not your first problem. So I want you to give yourself permission to pull that out of your head, walk over to the corner and put it in the basket in the corner for later. Okay. Got it. What I want you to prioritize is first of all, moving your constant contact over to Clavio. Mm -hmm. And so we already had a um, little talk about, <laughs> about where our zone of genius is. And we agreed, both you and I <laughs> have that same issue that our zone of genius is not tech. It's sales. We, we are good at selling our product. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to recommend that, that don't hire a VA, don't spend money on Facebook ads, put all your efforts and your, your money into solving this email problem. So pay, and you know, we have Claudia, you could pay Claudia to get you moved over to Clavio and get your automation set up. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I see that. And I have started that process. Okay. I've been cleaning out my constant contact email, you know, which I should have done three years ago and six months ago, because, you know, I've done it one by one, which of course takes longer, but it's given me insight as to who these people were when they were in my life. And did I see any value from them? Are they just reading my newsletter, but never buying anything? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. If you're not buying anything after five years of reading my newsletter, I guess you're probably never going to buy anything. Yeah, for sure. And so that's that's super helpful. But I'm going to say to you that if if you are if you want to make this change by the end of the year, I would just I would just just delete, 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 and not think about. Oh, it. I would I would let like I would pay someone to do it. Oh, okay. I would, like I would spend my time 
on figuring out like you've got a lot of clients that buy again and again and again, right? And you see them in Shopify because you've you've got that returning customer. I would figure out, okay, who are those people? And how do I turn more people? So true. That is such great advice. I have I feel like I have neglected my core customer because I'm trying to do all this other busy work. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. I see the so value. You're never going to be good at moving your constant contact list over to Clavio. And, mm-hmm. and it, it'll cost you a little bit of money and it'll cost mm-hmm. you a little bit of money to have some of your automations set up. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, it will start making you money quickly. Okay, great. And and while you're doing that, you can focus on how do I get more sales? How do I use my email to get more sales? And so let's talk about let's talk about how you use your email to get more sales. Okay. Also this checkout bump. So I would I would t- I would totally hire Claudia to set this up for you and I would get her to- I already have a, a schedule. <laughs> I have an appointment with her next okay. week. Good. And so just tell her, like, I need this to pay off quickly. What are the things, you know, tell me what it'll cost to get these, these things done. And one of them is to add reconvert, which is your, uh, your, your bump and reconvert is a post-purchase upsell, which is really good. So people put their card in, they check out and then they get offered the extra thing. So you don't lose the sale and they just, it's a one-click thing. They don't have to add their, their card in again or anything like that. I love that. I did actually take a look at that. But again, it's one of those things. I keep taking a look at everything, but I'm not prioritizing. And this is perfect. This is where uh, I will yeah. start. Let's talk about email. So if you could have your constant contact move o- moved over and at least your welcome flow set up, your abandoned cart flow set up, and your browse abandonment flow set up, those three flows in Clayville, okay. you're in great shape. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to change your newsletter situation from one time a week into three times a week. Oh, <laughs> not three different pieces. But what I want you to do is I want you to, and you can get Claudia to create these segments. I want you to create a segment of people who have been engaged in the last 90 days. That means they've opened or clicked. And then I want a segment of people who have are unengaged, okay. which means they haven't opened or clicked in the nice last 90 days. And then I want you to create another segment of people who have opened or clicked in the last four days. And I see where you're going with that. I really do. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. See, At first, I get nervous because I know I hate my email emails to be bombed with you know all, all, you know ads from everybody or or correspondence from everybody. But if it's somebody who has been engaged, they're looking. So yes. maybe that this will be what sways them to click. So have her look. Have Claudia give you a critique of some of your newsletters because she knows what kinds of emails sell. And so she can give you some examples. And we actually have a guide, which I will um, send to you when we get off. It's called Emails That Sell. And it's examples of some of our really top store owners, like top sales volume store owners, and the emails that they sell and the results that they get. So you'll see the exact emails. And so that'll be good for you. And I'll put a link in the show notes for anyone who's listening. And so I'll send you that guide. 
and so that you and ask Claudia to have a look, but I want you to send your one weekly email first to people who are engaged. And then I want you to send it to people who aren't engaged to see how many more. The goal is not to get a sale, it's to get them onto your engaged list. <laughs> like mm-hmm. to engaged. And mm-hmm. I would send that in two separate sends so that you don't blow your sending reputation. And then on the second day, after you've sent it the first day, I would uh, I would make a segment of everyone who didn't open that email, change the subject line and send it out again. Because your goal here is to get as many people on that engaged list as possible. Okay. Okay. And then a few days later, maybe four days later, I would send that same email with a different subject line to everyone who's opened or clicked. And the reason I would do that is because of frequency and recency. So what we know just from, because, you know, I'm always into the data. What we know is that people who um, purchase from you, if they come to your website once, what you're seeing, I think, is your conversion rate, which is, you know, 0.3. That's what your best chance of getting a conversion is. But if you can get them to come back several times in a tight period of days, the conversion rate goes through the roof. So for hmm. example, when I owned WeSqueak, I knew that if I could get people to my website, I think it was five to seven times in this tight little window of like five days, my conversion rate for that little cohort of people was 25%. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But my overall conversion rate was like 2.5%. That's very interesting. So you need to set up your email so that you get people back. You give them multiple opportunities to come back because usually the first time they come, they're like pondering and thinking and deciding if this is even the company they want. And the next time you come back, then they're, okay, what size do I want? You know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it sometimes takes three or four or five visits to get them to buy. So you're saying the same content. So I'm not having to rewrite this. No, the same it. content, just changing the subject lines and and opened versus didn't open. And okay. Claudia will something. help you with that. You just okay. ask her. And and I can always just uh, send her a message on Slack too, but she'll help you with that. that, That's all I think you need to focus on. Okay. Now at the end of the year. And what I see happening for you is I'd like to to see you get, oh, no, there's one other thing. Sorry. I forgot something. You need to wake up every morning thinking about how to build your list. Okay. How to build your list. Is your pop-up performing well? Like is your pop-up? Okay, so that's, again, something Claudia can help you with if your pop-up mm-hmm. is, is performing well. Um, but how are you? Do, your fitness challenge was obviously a list-building challenge, right? You got people. It was, your- but I can't say I got a lot of new emails. Okay, so that's the other thing. So you focus on getting new emails and then getting people, like, reaching out enough times so that they convert. And that's all you have to do. And I think your sales are going to grow. And, and when you say you want to be working smarter, that's exactly it. Because you need to solve your conversion problem first before you go get any more traffic. Okay. If you go get more traffic now and you still have the and, conversion problem. Yeah. And I don't have all the other things fixed. Well, then I'm just yeah. doing what I've been doing, spinning my wheels. Right. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, that leaky bucket in and out. Mm-hmm. So let's fix this first. Now, if you only had 
800 visitors a month, I'd say, okay, you got to do your traffic first. But mm-hmm. you you have a longstanding business. It's a high price point item. You have to work on your conversion rate. And, and you have the opportunity between now and the end of the year to just focus on that and give yourself permission to do that. Just do that. So all that crazy shiny objects that come by you, just say, no, that's for another day. Pick it up, put it in a basket in the corner and re-examine that when you get your conversion rate up. So let's say you can get your conversion rate up to 1%. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Then go pile on some more traffic because you know you're already set up to convert that traffic. Yeah. I've got all my systems in place. Like I mentioned. Oh, you could have more systems, systems, but this is a good start. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I could definitely have more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I I just think that that, you know, you've got a beautiful product, a beautiful, um, you know, just everything that you about you is lovely. And you just need to focus on getting people back enough times that they convert. But again, I want you to do something that's going to throw you off the rails because what you're doing is working. It might not be perfect, but Mm -hmm. right now it's working. So Mm -hmm. what you need to do is get this, do this other thing well and establish a habit because, because you've got the traffic. Now you need to get the conversion part straight. Then once you've got that straight, then it's a numbers game, right? Then you just add on more traffic, maybe add on, you know, another thousand web visitors a month, get them converted a couple months later add on another thousand web visitors a month. And you'll have to learn that part too. But yes, you've done a lot harder things than any of this before. (laughs) I've done a lot. I've learned a lot. I never would have thought when I was whipping up my little first batch of sugar scrub that I would be, you know, running Facebook ads and doing all this other stuff. But but I am going to put the Facebook away, like you said, and I am going to just focus on Clavia. And yeah, I think that that's wise. And the other thing you can do is for $10 a month, you can put your social media, like you can include your social media person Mm -hmm. and like get her, her own login for the inner circle, send her to the training on how to make the brand video. Really? Give her access to your. I was thinking about that on my morning walk. That's so funny that you mentioned that because I I was walking you on social media and I'm going. I should be giving this to Sheila. She should be watching this, but yeah. I know I can't. You're in, okay. you're in the roadblock. And we also have this little add-on program called uh, Social Media Made It Easy. You could get that for her. It's 40 that's what That's what I was watching or listening to on my walk this morning. <laughs> and just and just say, here's the expectation. So whenever you hire someone or give someone a job, tell them exactly mm-hmm. what success looks like. I want, uh, you know, two posts a day or whatever it is, post a day whatever, how many, how many reels do you think we need? And she'll tell you and say, okay, that much and that much and that much. And that's what I want you to do. And we're going to measure success by taking a look at the traffic of uh, the size of my audience actually would be a really good one. You could even give her that uh, funnel training and tell her her job is to keep the top of your funnel full. So here's, here's what we're doing. So we're putting all the things that are swirling in your head in a basket. You're going to keep okay things that you're doing you don't have to worry about doing them perfectly you but you don't have to worry about facebook ads anymore or um making your blog better or redoing all your product descriptions with ai you don't have to worry about any of that yet what you do have to worry about is getting moved over to clavio getting some automations in place making sure your pop-up is working really well 
Mm-hmm. And then this mini campaign schedule, we call it mini campaign, but it's this one email a week, which you're already doing, but now you're going to break it down into three separate sends. Just do that well. Okay. I've got that. I We did mention, you did talk to me about the user experience call. I think it was Tina, you said? Yeah. So Tina, and, yeah. Because my user experience, as we both found out, wasn't so great when you went on desktop. Or on yeah. desktop, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something you could do. Like you could have a call with her about that and um and get her to fix that up for you. But I think that that um that's a short-term project. That's just a quick fix. I wouldn't mm-hmm. worry about diving in and fixing all my product descriptions yet because you do have some conversion. I suspect you just don't have enough returning visitors to get your conversion up to where you need it to be because most people aren't coming in and spending like a hundred bucks on skincare the first time they stop at your site, if they don't know you. Right. They might buy one thing, one like. Or nothing. And then probably mostly, mostly nothing. And then forget. What's interesting is I sell sample kits and, and I'm not, people have either, they're not finding them. Or, but people have ignored, my customers have ignored those in the last couple of years and gone right in and bought something, but you're right. They're not going in right in the first time and buying $150. The second time they do though. So that's good. Um, I'm just thinking about your sample kits and thinking, well, maybe that's your cart bump. You know? Yeah. Although I give samples away, maybe that's something I need to not, I give three samples away with every order. So that could be part of it too, is probably why they're not buying the sample kits. Although anyway, things are twirling in my mind, but that doesn't really matter either way. But I do see the two things I need to focus on. Yeah. My girl, thank you so much for posting. Well, I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did too. This was so much fun and I got to know you. So yes. yeah, thank you very much. We're going to hook you up. I'm going to hook you up. Okay. <laughs> hook up. Okay, and, and I think you're going to be just great, Kelly. So thank you. Thank you, Susan. I appreciate you taking the time to help me. Okay, guys. So now you know, um, you don't have to do all the things at once. Let's talk about the process quickly. The first thing you need to do is figure out what you want to happen. Once you know what you want to happen specifically, that's going to give you a really big clue about what it is you need to do that's going to get you to that goal. You don't have to do all the things at once. And in fact, you can't. You can't do all the things at once. You'll be bad at all of them. So thanks for listening. I'm going to see you next week. Hey there. Are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating. You know you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped, wondering what you're missing and what it's going to take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I want to share a free workshop I made for you. Before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want And you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. 
This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is thesocialsalesgirls.com sales every day. I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.